3: So welcome back to Generation Skywalker. We are still in our Attack of the Clones anniversary month. And this is the modern way which is going to focus on the toys of Attack of the Clones. And when we put the show notes up for this, the boys were scrabbling to be on this one. So uh, I've got Jez, who is um I think, nearly completed all the toy runs since we started this month. Good okay. evening, Jez.
4: Good evening, Stu. Good evening,
3: everyone. Lovely stuff. Uh, good evening, Dan. Good evening. <laughs> and... Uh, Hell is that you've got going on, Dan? Is that one of the toys? Yeah. I'll let you off that. I hope <laughs> you're vaping. <laughs> <laughs> and uh we've got Craig. Good evening, Craig. Hello. So, tackle the clones. We're getting near the end of the month now, and there's no way we could go through this month without exploring the toys. I mean, we're all huge collectors. The toys are a massive part of our journeys. And I, I want to look at Attack of the clone So first of all, boys, without going into any product information, back in two thousand and two, did we invest in Attack of the Clone toys when they were released? Did anyone go to the midnight sales? So what I'm asking is there any kind of nostalgia attachment to this era of toys? So let's start with you, Craig.
0: Yes, yes, there is. I collected all of the Power of the Force two toys. Well, I say all, most, and the Phantom Menace line. That followed, that morphed into the power of the Jedi line. So I was very heavily invested in the three and three quarter figures, and excited for a range of Attack of the Clones toys. And it wasn't just three and three quarter figures as well. I had some other bits. I had the some unleashed figures, and some twelve inch figures. So yeah, I was I was all in on it, mate.
3: Well, I'm glad to to know that because I'm sure you probably still are. Well, I'm not because
0: (laughs) because it was the line that got me out of collecting modern. But more on that later.
3: Okay, Dan. What about yourself? We've just heard
1: a vaping R2. That was one of the four items that I bought. Um, I was, yeah, I wasn't impressed with the Phantom Menace, and I'd already started collecting vintage by now. So I was, in, I was, I was well into a vintage loose run at the time of Attack of the Clones was released. But I did buy uh, four select items, which we'll talk about as we go through.
3: Excellent, excellent. I'll be interested in that. And Jez, I'm, I've left you to last on this, Jez, because I'm pretty sure the answer's going to be no.
4: <laughs> Indeed. Right, so in 2002, I just didn't go shopping full stop. I was heavily immersed in my work in Northern Ireland. Didn't get to go out. Didn't get to go to any stores or anything like that. So not aware of it. The whole range completely slipped me by. So if my circumstances had been different, if I was you know back in England or anything like that, might have been a different story. So this and this month has been fascinating for me because i'm i'm like a new collector so there's going to be a lot of stuff i learned tonight which i'm so looking forward to I've, i'm i'm keenly anticipating listening to you and uh, i think this is the start of a new journey for me
3: yeah well the last couple of modern shows you've joined us on you you start buying stuff straight after the show you're often i'm often in bed and my phone's <laughs> pinging and i just bought this on ebay and i just bought this on ebay so yeah. uh, tonight could be interesting
4: yes yeah, fa- I, I love it i'm my eBay watch list is just full of it. I'm like a new man.
3: So, so this line is the line that kind of, well, not so much the line, it was the film kind of pushed me back out of Star Wars because I, I was disappointed by the film. I had bought loads of Power of the Force 2. I too had bought the Power of the Jedi. I would bought the, I don't remember all of the teaser figures, the sneak previews on the Power of the Jedi line, but I bought two of them. Off that list, which we'll go into in a minute, and I think I I think I dabbled a little bit. For some reason, I know for a fact I had two reeks knocking around my house at the time, which was I don't know where they came from. Got no, you know why I bought two of them. I don't really know, but only a few bits and pieces. I must admit, as a line, yes, they were heavily sold in Toys R Us, but I don't remember seeing them a great deal in other places. I don't don't know if that was the same with you boys. I mean, Craig, you were saying you were quite heavily invested in them. I I don't recall going into, I suppose, Woolworths were still around in those days. They probably were in there. But I've got no recollection of that apart from Toys R Us.
0: Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, at that point, I'd started buying things online. So that must have been a factor. Toy fairs, I was still going to regularly. And you'd, you'd be able to pick up all the new stuff there. Toys R Us, yes. I do remember the arena, the playset, the massive playset from a... From a tiny little toy shop in Bedford, I think it was. Just in there and it was it was there on the floor and it was a good price. At the time, you know, it was it was it was a new toy. So it was around. Craig, you've got that.
4: arena. I've had oh, that as well. well. Not at the time though. I'm looking at one on eBay. <laughs> I'm looking at a couple. We'll come on to it later on. But you were talking about where things were available and one of the ones I'm looking at online has got an Entertainer price sticker
0: see
3: they were i always, when i was younger i was um that was more of a northern business we didn't have them in the south it's only in recent years that entertainers spread down here but i might be the fact that i wasn't so invested in them so when power of the force was out i was at college in canterbury and i used to go and look in the shops for the figures where i don't think i was actively going and if i was going into walworths i was probably going in there to buy music rather than going to look at the toy oil. so they might have just passed me by in that respect yeah yeah just uh, interesting times so we will get on to these toys in a minute but before we do that i'll ask each of you to just go into collecting rooms and and have a look around and see if you have got much attack of the clones represented dan
1: zilch i've got nothing the only bits i've got is in harrison's bedroom so toys that he's inherited from me so i've just been up to his bedroom and Pulled a couple of old figures out there that I let him open up a little while back. Yeah, nothing in my collecting room myself, though. Okay, Jess?
4: No, but this is going to change. You look around my house and the only thing you could say loosely associated would be the reek, which is coming from my 17-year-old son's bedroom. Um, That's the only thing (laughs) slightly (laughs) related. I have nothing... But actually, by the time this is released, <laughs> I've probably got a whole room full. Love it. I do like that. Now, Craig, I know you have
3: definitely got some sort of representation because you have got your Skywalker saga shelf.
0: I do. When, uh, when I sold the bulk of my modern collection, I didn't have the heart to part with every single item. And I kept back key characters. So the Skywalker family... Yoda and the Emperor and Obi-Wan because I thought one day it would make a nice shelf and some years later I made the shelf so I do have probably about 10 figures that represent those key characters from Attack of the Clones in a couple of different outfit changes I haven't got every single variation that they did but there's enough there to help tell the story in the little kind of action figure timeline so what else I've got I've just (laughs) I've just pulled off the shelf. It's an unofficial. What do they call those little Russian dolls? There's a word for them, isn't there? It begins with M, where they all nest into each other. There's a word that Mary. I don't know. Not Mary Archie. That's a Mexican. <laughs> that's a Mexican trumpet. But there's a word for them. The little dolls. And I've got a, a handmade one of those from some Eastern European country. I might. It might even have been Russia. But it's it's made with sort of art, art that's been cut out and stuck on. And it's a very curious little thing. But I'll put some pictures of it on the Enhanced because that's quite unusual. Um, yeah, again, <laughs> never had the heart to throw that away or give it away or sell it. So that's it. That's everything I have, Attack of the Clones-wise. Nice.
3: Nice. Do so I had a little look round just as we were logging on and I've not got a great deal. I do have on display a QC sample of Ala Sakura on the Saga Series box. I do have Ala Sakura in gentle giant busts and i have got count dooku hot toy so um i have got a, a little representation of it i would add more representation of it and i, I will talk about the bits that i mean you've already bought up that arena in the intro i bought one of those i got it got it locally in about 2014 it's a great great play set but you've got to have some display space to be able to go down that line but we'll get on to that shortly but That does tempt me, but it might just be tempting me because we're talking Attack of the Clones this month and it's been full on this month and appreciation of the film has probably improved a little bit compared to what it was, but we will see. So a little bit of representation for myself and Craig. I think Jez is delving back into it and uh, Dan's turned his back on it like he's turned his back on Star Wars. Mr. OT, Mr. I'm the biggie, not kind of acknowledging the rest of the wider world. It's, I've um, got a
1: Tamara Morrison autograph That's something I've got, I forgot to mention that That's that's Ooh. one thing I've got in it. there you go,
3: autograph Yeah, was... I've probably got a few of them on in my drawer For, for Attack of the Clones, to be
4: fair Okay, oh. yeah, i got a photograph of me with Danny Logan When we were drunk <laughs> in a bar in Essen <laughs> <laughs> That was a good night But it's a good story for another time
0: The name of the Russian doll is a Matryoshka doll Ah!
4: Uh. Oh yeah. I suppose no one got that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: yeah.
0: We are an educational podcast and entertainment
4: podcast. It's a bit like our mariachi or whatever you thought.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, yeah that was in my head. But, yeah, mat- Matryoshka.
3: Well, brilliant. Let's let's delve into these toys then. We are going to have a look at the toys that came from Attack of the Clones. There's too many for us to cover everything, but we will go through sections we're mainly looking at three and three quarter inch we might dabble like we do on the modern way into a couple of other lines but generally this is about three and three quarter inch figures tonight so first of all we had the sneak previews these gave us four new characters from this movie a bit like we had with the phantom menace we had the mace windu sneak preview coming that little box and other things being leaked just before the film but power of the jedi craig can you before we go into this just give us a brief overview of what the power of the jedi was
0: so power of the jedi was the three and three quarter toy line that followed on from the episode one red cards and as a line it ran from 2000 2002 and these were the green cards with vader helmet artwork that was superimposed with a leaping phantom menace era obi-wan and the majority of those came with of a little force file so there were 57 figures in this line and it included a mix of episode one and original trilogy figures and by and large there were some really really good figures in there but as a collection it included the first signs of some of the frustrations that that were to come so alongside some brilliant new sculpts for characters like boshek from the cantina we were starting to get things like young anakin with a spanner Marketed and marketed as Anakin mechanic, and yet another battle droid with some bright plastic boomer damage, and also characters like Obi Wan in training and cold weather gear, which all started to feel like they were in turn kind of ripping me off and making stuff up. But as you say, in early 2002, there were four new sneak peek Attack of the Clones figures, which was very exciting. They were, they were.
3: I bought yeah. I bought two of them and um, still have one of them, actually. That's in my collection somewhere. Yeah, so four figures released, all new characters. I'm going to come over to you, Jez, giving these to you to look at. What did they release and tease us with?
4: So the uh, the sneak peek of this, four of them. So you started off with Clone Trooper, Django Fett, everyone had seen on the posters, and Sam Wessel again we'd all seen on the posters so those three kind of familiar from a promotional point of view Uh, but yeah key characters and also the droid r3 t7 but what i loved about this range and yes i've used the term love craig's just described the packaging on the reverse of the packaging the text i'll come on to in a minute just gives you a little bit but actually shows these four figures and they're not carrying a spanner or doing anything like remotely boring. Three of them which have got weapons have actually got an additional little phalange which plugs into the end of the weapon which so shows firing. It, it shows a sort of dynamic pose. So I've got Clone Trooper there with a big blue blast energy bolt coming out of his blaster which is removable. Same with Jango Fett with his two pistols. And then Sam Wessel with her sniper weapon again really really good and the droid r3 t7 has clearly been electrocuted or something or other because he's got blue actually refers to it as lightning around it but it's it's definitely looking like it's having a bit of a short circuit the packaging itself was sam wessel on the right hand side taking up sort of half the packaging of the rear and it's, she's looking moody, she's looking really mean like some sort of ninja and it's making me want to know more. From a sneak peek point of view, I think these have really hit the mark. I
3: bought the Sam Wessel figure
4: and I loved it. I thought it was brilliant. I don't know who else
3: bought it but something intriguing about her when you saw this. Okay. I also bought the Django Fett figure and it was a load of rubbish. <laughs> it's a very, very very different experience for those two, those two figures.
4: The Jango Fett is doing sort of lunges, isn't he, to the left, and uh, yeah, there's a lot going on there. But people were uber keen to get it. But the whole sand wessel thing, really, really good. Yeah, obviously didn't see them, but looking at them now, yeah, they're they're very good. The interesting one with the clone is the clone trooper has got sort of dirty sand splat, uh, sand splatter on his lower half, Um, and obviously of, of the. Gazillions of clones which were released. This was the very first one. These came out around about $599. But yeah, dirty and sandy, splattered lower half of the clone trooper. Not perfectly clean.
0: The droid R3-T7. <laughs> Remind me what scene he's in. I've just sat and uh, we did a we did a watch-in <laughs> last week and I've sat and edited it for several yeah.
1: hours. I was going to say, I think he's in the uh, the bath scene somewhere around there. I might probably be <laughs> in the
4: Apparently he's in Coruscant somewhere. Being uh,
0: electrocuted. (laughs) You'd you'd think we'd remember.
4: Yeah, strange one, that as a sneak preview
3: because, you know, they're they're sneaking main characters there and then you've got this random droid who, if you're buying all of them, you're thinking, ah, this droid must be really integral to this story. (laughs) And none of us know where it's placed. Someone who will know that that information is Dan because uh, I asked him to have a little look at what he thinks these figures look like. I did say to you, Dan. I mean, the Phantom Menace figures are terrific sculpts. As a, as a loose range of figures, they are
1: brilliant.
3: How do these figures match up to to the, even those three years
1: previous? Well, you've already you've already stole my thunder with the Django Fett. So that's the one I bought, and I've got it in my hand now. It's it's terrible. I mean, from, I think from the waist down, sorry, from the waist up, is pretty good. But the, the lower half, the way he's, Jesse already described it as lunging. It's not a great figure. I think the head sculpt's good, and he's got his T visor goes down, and or he's, he's the sensor scope, whatever you call it, on his on top of his head moves around, which was something we hadn't seen before. After we had Boba Fett, and it was just like a, a static piece of plastic on his head. So they they did go to some effort, but yeah, it's not a great figure. It doesn't hold the, the guns that came with it are bendy. So I don't know if you've seen any any photos online of that that, that the figures aren't great. He doesn't hold them well. Wasn't a great figure. I read about the Zam Wessel as well. I know you have giving it lots of praise there, there Stu, but I'd read the same thing, that it couldn't hold the sniper rifle. And all the photos I've seen, people have got the sniper rifle lent up against it. I think it looks, it, out of the four figures, it probably, it probably looks the nicest. The clone has the distinction of being the first clone, considering they've released, I don't know, it's got to be getting off of two 200-plus clones now, so it had the distinction of being the first ever clone. And I think that gets... Well, from the reviews I've read on it, it's, it's pretty well thought of. Although obviously they got better and their articulation got better as they went on with. And I think the, the R two figures, I know they've got R three, and he's a bit of a, a mystery what where he is in the film. But I think they've they've nailed on the R 2s by this stage, considering where they were in vintage. I think they're quite good representations of the of the character. So yeah, a bit of a, it was a bit of a mixed bag. I think is the is my opinion on that lot, G. I must admit, with the Zan,
3: when, when I was pro Prater, I've, I've never had a loose one in hand. And at that point in my life, I would have kept that on the card. Yeah, but even on the card, you could see Django Fett was an absolute um, mess.
1: That's why I bought it, G to be honest with you. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, Attack of the Clones. It didn't have its own toy line. You, you'll probably say, well, it, it did have a toy line, but an actual toy line, which was movie specific. We've had it on all three OT films. The Phantom Menace had it with the red and black packaging with Maul. But this line was the, um, the saga series line. And although the majority of them were Attack of the Clones, it wasn't just restricted to Attack of the Clones characters. We saw characters from right across the previous movies. So why is this the case now? we've probably spoken about this before the phantom menace toys they did sell well before the release of the movie the shops were stocked to the rafters now we were talking did we ever see these in the shops toys R us used to have a massive aisle full of it they, the the bit as you walked in used to be chocker with phantom menace stuff i'm sure we've all seen the displays there's still photos knocking around of that they they were everywhere And we've seen the Midnight Madness photos. People with trolleys and trolleys loads of these toys just stocked up. I know Mark of our podcast went there and did a trolley load of this toy. But it kind of petered out and the film failed to inspire the fans. The toys didn't sell as well as expected and shops were left with countless stock. Hence why there are so many mint versions of the toys going around today. So in my opinion, that is why... Hasbro went with a generic toy line, but let's discuss that. I mean, has anyone got any different? I mean, there's no rhyme that there's no explanation of this online. I've googled it. I've looked everywhere. So, what other explanations could they? Could it be?
0: Well, they'd kind of done it with Power of the Jedi, hadn't they? Yeah, yeah. Power of the
3: Force 2 as well. I mean, they weren't. There was no film to tie in with those, was there?
0: But no, but this pa- was, Power of the Jedi it it spanned the prequels and. Yeah. yeah see. so there was a precedent precedent for that maybe it worked for them
3: I mean they were touching touching on figures even in this line the saga Series line that we hadn't seen I mean I can remember I always butcher his name but Jasper is it the yeah. Cantina uh, alien characters like that who you know at that point with the power of the Jedi line slowly starting to die you wouldn't have got those kind of figures at that point
0: no and it's it's a shame they didn't do a Attack of the Clones specific line. I would have I would have liked that at the time.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I'm I'm pretty sure it's down to the hit they took with Phantom Menace. I mean, those toys were sitting in those shelves for a long, long time, weren't they?
1: I think um, you know they they wanted to keep you know not just limit themselves to Attack of the Clones, and you could tell they could have just had two packaging types. They could have had power of the jedi 2 and then attack of the Clones separate but it just feels like they started the line with attack of the clones for everybody figures and then started bringing in the others after that and they just wanted to keep it kind of generic across the whole piece rather than switching it up every five minutes
3: they did return to film pacific with uh, revenge of the Sith, didn't they yeah so you know it is it is this little hit in the middle of of the two films but yeah well, let's talk about the Star Wars Saga series then, because that was the line that we got at this point. And like we just said, it wasn't a specific film line, but they did release 113 Attack of the Clone figures on this card.
2: Star Wars. All new action figures keep on coming. Anakin slashes in on his speeder bike. New flying action R2-D2 escapes, while Mace and Obi-Wan battle below. The Galaxy is yours. Star Wars. Each sold separately in stores now.
3: But we have to start with the card design. Now, I have got some here. I bought a little box set of stuff so I could look at this packaging because I no longer have some. And then I found Ala Secure on my shelf moments ago. So I didn't need to go and buy all this. But hey, Craig, designer, can you describe the cards and give me a designer's take on it?
0: Yeah. So in preparing this. I thought it'd be useful to just look at a bit of context to see if that might give us some clues as to the creative decisions that were made uh, in putting this stuff together. So obviously the original vintage figures were predominantly black and they had little colour pops on them and and photographs of characters, but, you know, black, uh, essentially. Power of the Force 2, again, largely black, but these had bursts of colour. So you had uh, an orangey red and a green and a purple for Shadows of the Empire Episode 1 was very black and red and Power of the Jedi used green. So all those colours, arguably Star Wars colours, black of space, the glowing red and green of lightsabers and the striking black and red of Darth Maul's face, particularly for the Episode 1 range. What the Saga series did was it adopted the third main colour from the lightsaber palette, which is blue, but not in a lightsabery context. So, And also, rather than the deep blues that some of the Micro Machines toys, I don't know if you remember those, had used for episode one, which were quite striking, quite rich. These cards adopted a kind of mid-blue star field that were accompanied by a gold 3D effect Star Wars logo and a border and a little insert of Luke's dismembered hands holding a lightsaber with a white blade. So... I'm trying to paint a picture. Almost half of the card was dedicated to these generic looking kind of fantasy swirls, like a vortex, which I imagine were there to pick out the gold of the logo, but they come across as kind of beige, (laughs) like a Tatooine sandstorm. So I think from a graphic point of view, it's not great if you also factor in that this line was notable for a focus on accessories so to accommodate all the new things that they were sticking in with the figures the bubbles got a lot larger and now covered pretty much two-thirds of the card which made it all look very plasticky compared to what had gone before and that approach worked pretty well with a figure where you got a lot of stuff like Yoda with his little levitating base but would feel very empty when you got somebody like Torn Wee who came with a single clone canister so those bubbles were also stickered so you had a character photo and uh, their name and the role that they played in the film and the film that they were in and there were also stickers that would highlight the different action figures uh, on top of the bubbles. But what that meant was that Hasbro could use one single set of printing plates for the front of the cards. The, the card fronts were essentially uh, generic. However, some characters came with little card inserts that sat be- sat behind the clear trait that all the, the figure and the uh, accessories sat in. And they were there to suggest the movie scenes that the characters were actually uh, relating to. But they were, all, again, all treated to have these blue hues or they were knocked back. The contrast wasn't very great. And when you factored in the reflections of these really big bubbles, they weren't that effective. And I think were dropped from the line pretty early on. People used to collect them as variants. I remember having a, uh, the Tuscan Raiders with the, with this little backing card and then other ones appearing that didn't have it. And I never fully got my head around which figures came with these little backdrops and which didn't. I imagine it was the earlier ones that came out of the US, but I'm not sure about that. Just a little note on the back. So the backs, rather than featuring the whole range to collect, they would often just feature three or four other figures to look out for in that wave. But they'd have very... They'd commit a lot of space on the back to, again, talk about these action features. You'd often get like two, two photographs of the figure showing what it did but not not a whole range of figures to to tick off like you used to back in the uh back in the vintage days something else i noticed i thought was quite interesting not one but not two not three but four websites advertised on the back of these cards because websites were still a pretty new thing back then and i think people were still finding their way around them and what was interesting to customers and what wasn't. And now you tend to get one where everything sits and you can link off from it. But yeah, four websites to various things like the Star Wars site, Star Wars Kids, the Hasbro site, the fan club. So a lot of information started to creep in, which we've seen go to ridiculous degrees today. So that's the cards. I mean, the box toys followed the same design, pretty much. There'd be this light blue, this beigey swirl. I think the Nexu was carded the reek had a little window because it had a sound feature if i remember rightly but a lot of it was just boxed all sides no windows or anything like that but yeah. yeah that's that's the packaging for the uh for the saga collection
2: all new episode two action figures obi-wan kenobi uses force flipping action to leap into battle against darth Tyrannus. who will be left standing with star wars action figures the force is in your hands action figures sold separately
3: Jess, as a, as a collector, I mean, you're looking at these toys. From a, a newbie to come in and buy these, what, what, what do you think about the
4: card? It, it's a weird one because I think I'm just caught up in the moment because I'm actually still a little bit excited about it all. For me, it's just different. And I want to have something from every range. I don't want to collect loads of things. I'm not necessarily interested in the rare things. I just love the variety. So for me, yeah, it's fine. It works. May not have worked for some people at the time, but I'm looking forward to getting it in my collection.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I just find I find them just a little bit dull and a little bit. I mean, okay, we know it's not Attack of the Clones lines, but Luke holding the lightsaber. Just I just found it a little bit too 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 boring. Really. Any any lines you reckon more duller than this?
0: I mean, that's the interesting question, isn't it? Because I, th- I think, I say, you know, Star Wars card design has generally been pretty good. I mean, you've got to think about these things being able to pop off a shelf. So they tend to have strong colours. And this just sort of failed in its, in its mid-tone somehow. I mean, maybe there were other things around on the shelves at the time that this needed to stand out from. Hasbro can't cannibalise its own product against other things it's putting out. So there might have been a wider context to it. But I think you're right. It's just kind of dull.
3: Yeah, it's not an inspiring. You, you wouldn't think, oh, I'd love to do a full carded run of them. I just said, I think maybe just some samples of it. And I mean, if it's the right character on it, I think it works all right. Aula works quite well because she's blue. I think she uh, and a darker blue. And she's got like a deserty stand thing, which sits behind us so it kind of works all right on that but yeah yeah well i think i think none of us are massively taken on the packaging and like you say craig a massive bubble but that is because the accessories i've got an anakin in front of me which is him in his um outland peasant disguise and it's got this huge storage container in it we'll be excited to break that open shortly because uh, when we come to talk about the action features. But so first of all, this line, the Star Wars saga line launched at midnight on April 23rd, 2002, about three weeks before the launch of the film. I think that early wave was very Attack of the Clones heavy. But these action features. A gimmick that Hasbro moved away from as the line progressed, but they were there. danking I've asked you to have a look at this line and just pick out a few of those action featured figures and give examples while you're doing that I will open this figure up
1: so action features then so yeah like you said to you, he comes with a this Anakin in particular we'll start with him he comes with a with a, a luggage case which nothing says more than a collectible toy for a child than a luggage case but these yeah. these action features uh, when they talk about especially with the Jedi characters they talk a lot about force force feature and generally that's a magnet so that 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 Anakin that Anakin has got a magnet in his hand that can actually draw the blaster that's hidden away in that luggage case. So when you uh, when you crack that open, you'll have to have a play and see if it still works. Because some people are saying it's uh it's not as effective as it makes out on the uh, on the packaging. Um, but yeah, generally it's it's, it's magnet. So the, the the anakin now he's got a magnet in his hand. There's a um a dual, a hanger jewel anakin with which his arm halfway up's got a magnet, so you can disconnect his arm to pretend that Count Dooku's lopped it off. You've got uh, battle droids that explode. They've got battle damage explosion. You've got Padme in the arena escape. She's got a quick jaw action, so her arm flips up with a blaster in hand. C-3PO, all his coverings come off to reveal the the C-3PO we were familiar with from episode one. And the Jango Fett in that range also had a missile firing action from his jetpack. So yeah, a couple of callbacks in all of that to the vintage line with the Anakin peasant with his lightsaber in his arm as well yeah that's just a, just a handful of them but there's many more but generally the jedi figures they're related to jedi figures and lightsaber combat
2: all new episode two action figures give you the power of the jedi Django fett in his slave one launches a sneak attack your jedi starfighter blasts from flight to fight mode and fires but jango escapes as obi-wan kenobi uses force flipping action to leap into battle but Darth Tyrannus is no pushover. Django Fett takes out Mace Windu. You can use the Force to summon a lightsaber into Obi Wan's hand. Missile deflected. When the massive reek charges in with its stomping attack, Anakin strikes back with dual lightsabers. With Star Wars Episode Two action figures, the Force is in your hands. A galaxy of beasts, vehicles, and action figures, each sold separately.
3: Right. I've just opened it, Dan. Okay. And, yeah. Uh... Craig, I've videoed me opening this figure so we could try out this little thing. If people are watching along, please excuse the mess in the background. (laughs) So this figure, you just talked about the sliding lightsaber. Um, Nice little touch. Good length lightsaber. That works a treat for me. So this magnetic thing is his other hand, isn't it? So you're meant to put this, this weapon into the box. And he's meant to be able to use the force. Let's see. Um... Well, it moves it around the box, but it doesn't get it out of the box.
0: Mm.
3: Oh, I've managed to get it to stick to the box. <laughs> okay. I've got it. I've got him in his hand. Okay. Um, his cape's now kind of half over his head, but we have, we've managed to get it in his hand using the force. I think he just needs to practice using the force a bit more. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we have managed to do it. But yeah, there you go. Not not the greatest, uh, <laughs> the greatest thing, but fun all the same. They've tried.
1: I think so one of the other ones I got was when back in the day I got the Darth Tyrannus, the Force Flip. So it's uh, it's a representation of Christopher Lee crouching down on a on a small plastic base, and you you catapult him into the air, and it's a circular a circular base at the other end, and he's meant to land on his two magnetic feet on this magnetized pad. Which, nine times out of ten, he landed on his ass, But there you go. That's uh, magnetised toy technology for you. <laughs> Probably why they don't do it anymore. I know we said they moved
3: away from, from this, but they did return, didn't they, to action features in the Revenge of the
1: Sith line? But was it more fighting, just just dueling figures more than anything else? So I think he squeezed Obi-Wan's legs together and he shook his lightsaber about in his hand. Wasn't anything as sophisticated as using magnets?
3: No, no, definitely an interesting concept for sure. It's, um, yeah, I shouldn't have opened this toy up. I think I'm going to spend the rest of the night playing. Dan, what, was, what did you say your favourite was? The force flip, yeah?
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with you. Jez, Craig, I mean, these action feature figures, do they work for you? Do they excite you?
0: Correct me if I'm wrong. Right, but I seem to remember that the anakin with the magnetic arm that, that breaks off was a spoiler. I, I'm yes. seeing that, like whether it was advertised somewhere or possibly on it was
1: in it, it was on the force.net. Well, I, I say I saw it on the force.net, and it was a load of photographs that came out for some supposedly from some factory in China or Hong Kong there was a big hoo-ha over it because it had the name Darth Tyrannus on it. That was meant to be a big spoiler for the film rather than Count Dooku. And yeah, the Anakin with his arm, magnetised arm. I remember yeah. at the time that was that was quite a big thing.
0: I remember seeing it, with, not in the context of a website or anything, but just seeing someone go, oh, well, he loses his arm then. <laughs> like Qui-Gon's funeral on the back of the uh, episode one soundtrack.
1: To be fair, if you went and bought the art of Star Wars, the whole script was in the back of it for two months before the film came out.
0: <laughs> and the other thing of note is that the c-3po with the coverings was from a cut scene so it made no sense yeah absolutely yeah
3: interesting interesting line like it i am sorry i have <laughs> I just got a few of them open. I know we're about to get onto the line, but that Amidala, (laughs) she's so broad with this tiny waist. I just, they've all got, do you know what? Even this Anakin figure I've just opened, even he's got a bit of a lungy
0: stance. They're probably having to balance them a little bit because there's so much packed into their torsos. Didn't, it was the Amidala, like you pulled her arm back and and a, a blaster arm went up with a massive cannon in her hand. It's called a quick draw. Quick draw. yeah. That's what I was searching for. Yeah. But Yoda on his little levitating base was good, I thought. Because he spun round, didn't he? So he, he sat with a little rod up his backside on a... I don't know what that is. A bit of scenery. And then you'd twist the scenery and he'd levitate up.
3: Yeah, I do have that one here, but I don't want to be opening figures all night when I can get $2.99 for them on eBay. (laughs) 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 Right. (laughs) Okay. So, during the saga series release, we haven't talked about how long it ran. Was it 2002 to 2004? That's ringing a bell. I don't think I've put that in the notes. They released figures from all the movies and some real highlights actually came from other films. Just generally, I've asked all of you here to go through and pick out uh, your favourite five of this line. Hit me.
0: So I really liked the female Tuscan and the child. I thought that was a nice little two-pack. And I also thought the design was great. And I'm surprised they didn't they didn't spin out the Tuscans in a similar way in of Boba Fett. They all kind of stuck to having the eye tubes and the, the kind of tusks and the horns and things, whereas clearly the Tuscan culture didn't solely rely on that as is evidenced by these two figures. So I quite like those. Dexter Jetster, I thought, was a great figure and a lot of plastic for your money. And and I've mentioned this before, but it was the the super battle droid builder that came as a frame. So we mentioned this on the last vintage show, I think, when we were talking about the droid factory, but this was a a deluxe figure that came and it was effectively the frame of a super battle droid. It came with um, a tub of metallicized Play-Doh and uh, press and you would to recreate dan's favorite scene in the movie where they're making droids sophisticated droids in a termite's nest you could recreate that moment and, and physically mold these figures and i just thought that was such a lovely feature to have on an action figure i would have loved that as a kid other ones of note and i think this was a bit later on i don't know is it still classed as saga but the droid that served in the diner
3: Oh, yes, yeah. she's, she's in this range, yeah, definitely.
0: She's later on, isn't she, where they changed the design and the, the type went down the side.
4: Yeah,
0: WA7. WA7. She's great. And my general point was that all the Obi-Wan head sculpts are really rather rubbish. What they, were doing. they really struggled with his beard and mullet.
3: Interesting, yeah. Uh, Jess going to come to you for your five next. I don't know whether you've just got Attack of the Clones, but I'm pretty sure you would have been... I mean, us we're, we're seeing some imperial dignitary love in this line. Um, I'm sure that's what you would have chosen outside of Attack of the Clones, but what have you gone with?
4: I've loved looking at this. I had Two of mine were the same as Craig's, actually. I had Dexter, uh, which was oh, the 2002 line. It was great. They, they have said that he was produced before the film came out, so size-wise, width and height is not quite as he should be, but detailing with regards to his pants sagging down in the pack... And tattoo and stuff i think that is a great character i also like the waitress came out in the following year 2003 release that was really good wa7 comes on a nice little plinth nice little platform with a spinning wheel so nice little attention to detail i love seeing that the nick 2 i always associate nick 2 with being a baddie from just being a return of the jedi dude mm. and uh no nick 2 thought that was great. it's like, okay, yeah, we're all building. Then you can have goodies and baddies. Brilliant. Uh, Luminari. Who who doesn't love a little bit of Luminari? I thought that was really, really nice figure. Great little stance. But what you get with this is, as well as the lightsaber, you get a sort of blast bolt coming off the lightsaber, like deflected energy, which was great. But I think my favourite, apart from the Death Sticks, dude. No, my favourite is Zam Wessel. It's a different one, this one. So this one came out in 2002 line, Wessel with mask. So Changeling, you see her as she is, and then you see her as the Changeling. And it's also got a quick draw, sort of draw uh, motion on that figure, which I think is brilliant. Really, really clever. So it worked for me, that one. I liked it a lot.
3: Yeah, choices there. Luminari is, is a great, great uh, visual character. That's a great shout.
1: Dan... I'm going to go with a couple of Jedi. So I think Kit Fistu and Plo Koon um, are two that I liked a lot. I do like that super battle droid with the exploding body. I think that's that's got loads of play value, that one, if you're if you're recreating that that, that scene in the arena. I think I've got to go with that, that Darth Tyrannus again, because I can't get away from the force flip. That's <laughs> a great figure. And the R2-D2, because I don't think there's too many figures out there that have got sound effects. I think it's great. They, you know, back then you kind of took it for granted, but when you look at what you get today, the fact they went to the trouble of making R2-D2 make R2-D2 sounds, I think it's to be applauded. Yeah. But I I
3: thought you might have chosen Watto with his
1: hat. Chut-chut. Um... <laughs> Did they do a figure of him then? I'm looking at the post Yeah, 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 yeah. He
3: came on a stand, didn't he?
1: Oh, I missed that one.
3: But You weren't tempted by the... Young Jedi Padawans with their funny helmets on their heads
1: no you were obviously
3: yeah yeah I think they're quite quite a nice little set if you got all three of them you could make a nice little
1: diorama. I mean they did a good range of figures they just got buried in the fact that there were so many other figures from different ranges being released amongst them
3: I think you yeah. I think you're right actually i I think as a line take take away the main characters, but I think there's some brilliant some brilliant droid figures here. And I think as a the Outlander Club, I think they made a good stab at quite a few of the characters. I mean, you've got I Armid mean Best, who played Jar Jar. His character is made without his helmet on, so he's got a figure of that. But there's quite a few from the Outlander Club. You could make quite a nice, nice little scene, and I think, well, Craig's obviously going to be putting together a Dexter's Diner little um, diorama.
0: Sounds that way, doesn't it?
3: <laughs> mm, I think it would look quite nice. If you could if you could get it looking like, you know, that kind of nineteen seventies diner feel with it, I think I think there's I mean you might need to make a custom of the female waitress. I'm not sure she's been made, but
4: me. yeah, I think there's definitely something in that. I, I have um, to ask a question now, because I'm so super impressed with this range. I love it more than I dislike a couple of specific figures. But how were these sold? Because you said yeah they were in Toys R Us and stuff, but Toys R Us couldn't possibly have had that many pegs for that many figures.
1: Yes, when you go to Toys R Us in two thousand and two. There was a whole Star Wars aisle. Yeah. It wasn't like you had a couple like you've got now, a couple of, you know, area like section. It was a whole aisle, just really? pure Star Wars. It was yeah. a different
4: time, wasn't it? So you would have had you would have had a peg for every one of these figures?
3: But they, they're, they're, they're staggered over three years, aren't they? So you probably would have found yeah.
4: that most are early ranges are.
3: Yeah, I've, I mean, I've got a funny feeling. If you open up that link I sent, I think you'll find that a lot of them, there's a lot of Toy Story actually exclusives in there. There often was at this stage.
0: For me, this is where it got hard to collect. For, and that was one of the big reasons. You did start to get these figures that were... Only specific to stores in the states, and they didn't really come over here unless they were on the secondary market, and they obviously came at a premium. And repaints and repacks and head resculpts and things just around this time really started to make it a difficult field to navigate. You'd be looking at stuff going, I think I've got this. <laughs> you know, it's it happens all the time now, but this this line was where it really came. To prominence and i just like i can't i can't keep up i'm not buying that again just because it's on a different card and i'll never get that because it's 30 quid and i never find it you know so it was the start of this wave i was all over by the time you know three years later when it was wrapping up or two years later and that was that was done i gave up
3: 21 toys r us exclusives in that line so it's an awful lot i'll tell you right. something i mean I never really looked at those. The Geonosian War Room. There's two three packs. So yeah, six yeah. figures. Just to just to create that that room with characters who okay, Poggle is in there, but and yeah. Luke Gunray, but some of those are proper background characters who are just <laughs> just there.
4: Background characters? A Vida? no one's mentioned her yet. So you know we've got the Death Sticks guy, as you go in. Ellen Slees Bagano, I think his name was. Ellen Slees Bagano is a Death Sticks guy. As you walk in, and Obi wans like checking out people and stuff like that. As you walk into that bar, as he's looking for the changeling, you walk past a lady who looks like she's wearing some sort of she's a toilet who's wearing some sort of toilet onesie type thing, and uh, she's got her own figure, utter background character, and also in this, you know, they've got all the tiny little background characters from Jabba's palace. This is insane. No wonder people can lose track of what they've got and, and why not.
0: Is she a repaint of the one that was in the in Watto's box? Yes.
4: Yeah, she definitely is, yeah. Because she's that got... I beg your pardon.
3: There was a three-pack of Watto's box with the Phantom Menace.
4: Oh, right, okay.
3: And she's definitely the definitely in that... Um, that was the three-pack that had Graxel Watchguard in it, wasn't it?
4: That's right, yeah. 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 <laughs> you said about the... The three-packs just now, the fact that there was two three-packs, but they both each came of half a table, and the idea being is you put those two halves together, had a full circular table with all six of the dudes around it. Very clever. I'm really enjoying this range. I mean, well, we're best to come onto it in a minute.
3: With I think you're going to be looking at the battle arena, Jez, but there is so much potential for a fantastic diorama. With that at the base... I'm trying to think of that toy. Whether you could, what well, the war room was big enough to get all the characters in it. Can't picture it now, but I mean, I'm tempted to put together a little Outlander shelf if Craig could design me some some walls and stuff.
0: Yeah, I'll do it while I'm doing my dynamite.
3: <laughs> Thanks.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: yes, yeah, so I would. Uh, I would quite like to get all the little Outlander characters and just put them around the bar. Yeah, I think it's. Um, I think we're all going to be making a armors at the end of this yeah nice right totally lost where we we're up to
4: i think we were just all about choose one uh to slag off because you want us to have our five favorite ones didn't you
3: yeah I okay think. then so <laughs> we have given it a lot of love there actually we're, we're enjoying this line which one doesn't work for you i mean we've already mentioned that opening padme because of our action feature is making the figure look more like an early power of the force 2 figure but well, what do we got what don't we like
0: Oh, away from attack of the clones for a minute the the luke skywalker was it called throne room duel where he's slashing the side of, of the railing in anger <laughs> the, That is hands down one of the most comical star wars figures in history gotta be you all you all know the one i'm talking about just trying
3: to find it
0: let me put it in the chat
4: oh my good oh my goodness <laughs> me what is wrong with that character? Who on earth cleared <laughs> that? His
3: face—that is brilliant.
4: That's how big, be how
3: some
0: big sort is? How big is it? Bootleg. <laughs> you know the scene it's from. Supposed to be, don't you? Where he's yeah, of... yeah, I yeah, love yeah. has got a little. He's got a little handle in his back. Is that right? And he just—you
1: uh... you, just—you just won this. We can't. Yeah. We can't beat that. We have to way You should have gone last.
3: That face sculpt, look
4: at it. But it's not just a face sculpt. When you look at him <laughs> sideways on oh, from right? the back.
1: Oh my word. He looks That's like he... Lurch for the monsters from the back. He, <laughs> he looks like you know you don't know what to Gromitfield when he turns into the rabbit. It's like he's yeah. half he's halfway through the transformation into the were rabbit with <laughs> over <eat>. teeth. <laughs> oh dear. Oh that is just he's
0: over long arms.
1: Horrible. <laughs> I think that beats the uh, the, the dancing hand solo, doesn't it, Jess? Yeah, it, it really does.
4: Because <laughs> he just looked aged and, yeah, we're not going to go into it. But th- this just looks, oh, it's shocking.
3: Well, I think someone needs to buy this. Oh, my God, the hands and those forearms. So the hand's magnetic for the sabre.
0: But There's a there's a variant to go after. Apparently the first release had the glove painted on the left hand, which is the wrong side. The second release was corrected and the glove was painted <laughs> on the right hand, so there's a there's a there's a run of two to go after.
4: So they corrected the error, but they didn't do anything about the completely insane facial
1: expression.
0: It's all about the movie accuracy, Jez.
1: Uh, have you read the comments at the bottom? The, the, the figure is very scene specific and it would look out of place if put in a different diorama or display. <laughs> <laughs> Luke's left hand has a magnet in it which helps to keep the, the lightsaber hilt in place better. Or well, at least they got something right. Very yeah.
3: disappointed none of you selected Ayla Sakura.
1: Well, it's the worst figure.
0: <laughs> no,
4: don't, don't even. I was like just trying to upset you. I was just leaving that for you because I thought it was a given.
3: She's a lovely figure. She comes with a lovely base, and uh, part of the arena base. So, um, okay. So, Craig has just pulled that one out of the bag. Maybe should have gone last. But Jez and Dan, what what, what did you uh, come up with here?
1: I can't compete with that. Honestly, I was just looking through. I was going to pick one I didn't really like, but that that's 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 uh, that's the piece de la resistance. That one. I can't say anything else now other than that.
4: <laughs> I thought I had one which was all right. But no, not a patch on that one. So this is, again, sorry, Padme. Don't worry, you will be redeemed later on. But there's a Padme one which came out in 2003, which is the droids factory chase. You guys seen that one? She's just got some look. Everything would be fine apart from the face. I know that's a horrible thing to say. (laughs) There you go. I'm just going to share with you a little link.
3: Which is a shame because they've not done justice to the to this amazing, amazing scene. and
4: Yeah, it, it's a good scene. In principle, everything looks like it's going to be all right. But then there's this, I don't know if, it's like when I'm looking at the image of her sort of yelling, it's like someone's having a go at me. Like I'm a doorman in a nightclub. And she's trying to convince me to let her in when she's already half cut. And she's just got some sort of horrible snarl about her. And I'm just like, love, you're not coming in. And it's just, just, just a bit wrong, really. It's not a face which I think, uh, the figures I'm used to have got fairly neutral faces. I think it's easy to say, right? This is not a neutral face. It's not Luke Skywalker that we've just seen. But again, when it comes down to it, apparently there's issues. The blaster already fits very loosely in her hands. Despite 12 points of articulation and adjustable knees and boots, the figure doesn't stand very well by itself and it doesn't fit very well onto the droid factory base. So must try harder with this figure. But guys, have a little look at that.
0: Why have they chosen that face? I think they, they did do this a few times, didn't they? Tried to make them expressive hmm. and at that scale it's it doesn't work wasn't there a, a qui-gon where he was launching it more than he had a shouty mouth as well i seem to remember well like like the point was made on that last one they're too scene specific yeah probably generally
3: as a line the more i look down it the more i think actually there's some good figures in there
4: yeah definitely and it's telling me more about the film as well his characters in there, which I recognise, but didn't know their name, didn't know this, that and the other. It's good.
3: We haven't even touched on the Camino the Camino figures are quite nice. Lama Sue. Comes with a little clone child.
0: Just put wedding dress Padme in the chat.
3: Ah, oh, it's a beautiful figure, isn't it?
0: Look at the amount of set it comes with. And that was just a regular figure. Like you compare that to you know what's been released now, and people complaining that they're starting to put Boba Fett's in as deluxe figures because there's a backpack with it. That's a huge chunk. I've got that one. It comes with the little bouquet as well. The detail on it's incredible.
3: Yeah, that really. piece of scenery is lovely, isn't it? Yeah, I would. To be honest with you, Jez, I think maybe just a wedding scene would look really nice on one of your shelves. Yeah, it's her and Anakin. Although Anakin, if I remember rightly, the secret semi-anakin figure, hasn't he got like some raging lightning?
0: He's got the hand. He's got the metal hand.
3: He's got like a lightning thing attached to his, like there it is, attached to his lightsaber. Heard I don't know by that.
4: Yeah. Her by that little railing. She needs to have an action feature of giving him the elbow when, he gives, when he's giving her the ick. <laughs> yeah. Anyway.
3: I would like to, you should just set, maybe not the wedding scene, but get her in the black dress where he's stroking her back. Um, because that's a lovely,
4: it's a lovely, it's love awesome. scene. I've just, I've just gone back to that picture of Luke that Craig sent. Yeah, hands down. Not going to see anything worse than that all year. <laughs>
3: well, I think we've been on this line for quite a while. And let's move off the figures for a minute and bring it back into what we're talking about so jez there was also an array of vehicles creatures accessory sets but there was one a huge and amazing toy we've we've touched on it several times already the geonosis
4: battle arena i might need Craig to back me up on this because the more i've looked into this i'm like wow this is fantastic and when when, Stu, you're saying you're thinking about getting one of these, we we best not get into a bidding war. We might need to communicate with each other because I think everyone's going to want to buy one of these. They really are. This, it is the equivalent to the whole sort of Rome gladiator style thing because that's what we've seen in, in Attack of the Clones. We see this arena, but actually we don't get to see everything. When you see the packaging, it just looks like a big sort of half- semicircle of of plastic which is clearly obviously the uh, Genos and battle arena but actually as a playset it's got so much more it's got playsets within play sets and with the addition of some sort of cardboard sleeves and a clever little rock formation which allows them to couple together you've got a completely encased surrounded battle area which it doesn't give that away the front of the box it's only when you actually reverse the box and have a little look at it that you get to see that so this battle arena is a really really great 3d interactive uh, event for you as a collector as a child there's so many different areas for this for us to sort of recreate different elements so yes you have the clear area sort of let's call it dooku's box where you would have Count Dooku and uh, Poggle and and all of the other goons there just right at the top being able to observe what's going on in this sort of execution arena which is half filled with you've got plastic molded sand at the bottom which isn't just one color there's there's different there's light dark sand clearly sort of carbon carbon scoring there you, you've got leftover parts of, of uh, battles gone in the past and some sort of droid parts as well which kind of Give it away a little bit what's just about to happen uh, but it's all good and, and even on the ground itself it's got some action uh, bits and pieces on the left hand side there's little action gear which allows you to have two figures with their uh, foot pegs spin the gear and they get to spin around like they're in battle two jedi surrounded and uh, battling out against those dastardly uh Genosians. And then on the right-hand side, there's another feature, which is really great. It's a protruding little bit of plastic, which when you move that, the floor components lifts up so you can flip people over as if you're using the Force or something or other. So it's so on the ground, really, really good. You've got pillars. You know, the um, columns, the pillars which our heroes got tied to comes with two of those, which can break into three different parts. And we've got some great stickers, some great decals on there showing the sort of, you know thousands of geniosians up in the sort of ledges watching and, and yelling and, and screaming so, so that's all great the the detail the intricacy of the molding is just fantastic some really really good moulding there but then as I said you've got this cardboard sleeve which comes around it and joins and on the inside of the cardboard sleeve you get to see more of the battle. You get to see some of the Genosians with their pulse weapons and stuff, and it really adds to the atmosphere. But on the reverse of that, they've not wasted that opportunity. You've got additional scenes of the wider Genosian battle outside of the arena. So that's that's just fabulous in its own right. No, that's brilliant. But then you look at the reverse of the main sort of superstructure of this um, arena. And then there's even more elements for you so it comes with a little droid factory it comes with an extending bridge so the scene where you can have padme falling down leaving anakin or when c-3po falls down after being bumped by r2 before r2 puts on his ridiculous rockets there's that bridge there and a really good really good droid interactive droid factory then on the left-hand side, there's a little alcave, sort of little opening, and that's called the sort of secret hangar facility. It's great. As, as I said about the intricacies of some of the moulding, you've even got sort of little ginos in wall art. And, and what I did note as well is where you've got a big door where you can have your creatures, the Ackley, Reek, and the other one come through. It'll come to me in a minute. Ackley, Reek. Got Reek. to next to, yeah, that's it, I'm learning Uh, there's a little countdown, sort of traffic light thing, which you would have seen as as they were in there, as they were just about to go off to be executed little buzz, and the doors open that's on there, so there's some fantastic, some fantastic attention to detail it really, really is good, and now two of those are in my watch list on eBay (laughs) it's brilliant, isn't it? there's a lot more to it it than I thought
3: yeah. I had one, it was only a loose one, didn't have it boxed, and I didn't have it for very long, but it was, it is a wonderful piece. I mean, Craig, you bought it new at the time?
0: Yeah, I bought it new, and I used to buy these things, and if it was a box toy, I would very neatly open it and get it out and put stickers on and set it up and enjoy it for five minutes and often put it back in the box. But this was this was 2002, my eldest son was two easy to remember it's one 2000 but it's it kicked around in my love space which is my collecting area and they loved it they loved this toy and they used to sort of you know mess about with it particularly in conjunction with the dropship because the dropship again was a great toy and it fired the missiles and you could shoot things over it crammed a lot in and comes from a time when they were really thinking about how all this stuff went together so i remember the dropships came with the separate gun turrets you could buy those separately and click those into the gun but this the little bit of Droid Factory was modular. Yeah. And you, you could buy
4: deluxe. at least
0: two deluxe ones. So yeah. there was what the, the one with the crane where you could swap the C-3PO head for the battle droid head and the one I mentioned earlier, the one with the press. And I assume the one you've just mentioned with, um, with Padme running on a little bit of track, perhaps that, that clicked in as well. So that whole Droid Factory scene was released... Sort of by stealth, really, under the radar. You could you could buy all these bits and, and, and fit it together. So very clever and and a commendable toy design going on.
4: Brilliant, brilliant, Craig, Did I miss much? I mean, there, there's so much out there. I, I've I think I've covered most things. I, I know that in America, apparently, it came out at thirty nine ninety nine. One of the stickers I've seen from the Entertainer said was sixty. Now twenty pounds. So,
0: I think the other thing was the column that Padme came with the the action figure, that was made to the same spec as the columns that came in this set, and right. they were they broke apart, but they broke apart in a way that you could build up a taller one. I think from memory, you could you could integrate the one that was with Padme into this. Okay. So having that having that one with her gave you the three, although it was much smaller. It's been twenty years, mate. Can't quite remember the.
4: Well there we go Stu That's all I think of it And it looks really good
2: Star Wars begun The Clone Wars pass The Geonosis battle arena Where you can control all the action Jedi heroes fight off countless enemies With powerful force action As the arena erupts in chaos Look Even the odds with the Republic gunship Big battle for the galaxy is in your hands. Star Wars vehicle and playset each sold separately figures not included some assembly required
4: As Craig said, that's a lot of lot of plastic.
3: yeah 20 year old toy now quite an iconic scene if you're if you're thinking of attack of the Clones, I think that Battle arena is where the crescendo of the movie is it's uh yeah I think it's uh, I think a it's good good value in there. Okay, so Craig's just mentioned the drop ship. There was other things. What have we all found? If you all had to pick one other thing from, from this toy line, you know, vehicle, creatures, what we go with? Dan, you've been quiet for a bit.
1: Uh... So I've gone with, I know it's been mentioned already, it's the Ackley. And I've, I've only recently found this out about it. So this Ackley, apparently, when you open up its belly, it's got guts in it. Can you see the image I've put up? That purple thing in its belly. Yeah. So that was from a Ton-Ton. So they've repainted it purple and they stuck it in the Ackley. But I, I really like the Ackley as a, as a creature design. I think it's great out of the three creatures in there. I think mean, if I picked a ship, I'd go with a drop ship. But if we're talking creatures, I think the Ackley's fantastic. I think it's got 20 points of articulation. Apparently the legs are a bit fiddly. But I think it looks great. I think out of, when you think about things like the Rancor and Tontons and all the great creatures in Star Wars, I think the Ackley would, would easily rank up there amongst those guys. So I've, I've picked that one.
3: Yeah, yeah, good choices, good choices. Joe, you know what I used to have one of those He's never knew that. <laughs> never knew it opened up down there, probably never looked at it properly. Uh, Jez,
4: I, I saw that guts thing earlier on next to one, but not with it. And I was thinking, I, I can't figure out where that goes, I don't know what that does.
1: I thought it was a dead geonosian or something, it was meant to be like a crap Jeff, Ge- <laughs> a crap geonosian. He's been got like, trampled on by the atleys, but no, it's his, his uh, it's his insides very
0: random yeah i want to just mention the two smaller ships anakin's yellow speeder and zam whistle ship for their crash features and again this is this is very linked to the era that i had them and you know they were kicking around when my kids were young and they were just such great features so to describe these for people who, who aren't familiar with them they both had front ends that were made of rubber that were held with frames so they were supported but you could crash these um the front of these ships into the ground as they landed in the underworld of Coruscant and they would buckle and bits would fly off you'd have little panels that that would clip in and the action of you smashing the, the front end would would release these things and they would they would fly off and they were such great toys they really were so I got a lot of love for those a lot of like you say, this this line, there's a bit of nostalgia there, and a lot of it's tied to sort of the time I had with with my kids playing with this stuff.
3: Yeah, listen up to the um, end of the show. I do have both of those speeders boxed to be giving away, so more
0: of so that later. Get them out of the box, whoever wins them. That's where <laughs> that's where they come alive.
4: Cheers. I had seen a um, yeah, it was a uh, flying Genosian, which has got it's extra wings it's got your gun but it also had this pod with it it's just the attack pod not seen that before and i just love the fact that that came with that packaging and it looks like it's in some sort of big cocoon type pod thing is it just being born or how is that an attack pod does that thing fly in does it lower down or or like the the pod which yoda went off in i don't know i just hadn't seen it taken my interest and the fact that the wings can come off on and off um, but flying Genosium with sonic blaster and attack pod, just thought that looked so nuts.
0: Oh, yeah, it's like that bit where they're going down the corridor and they're, they're sort of in shadow and they're kind of coming out of the walls. Kind of the walls yeah, exactly. Yeah, so maybe, um, maybe if you look yeah. closer, they might look like that. It's a very yeah. dark scene, isn't it?
3: Mm. So, gents, I mean, the saga series that was the main run of lines. I think there's some great figures in there I think we've given it a lot of love actually compared to what I was expecting I think when we've gone into it actually they made a pretty good stab at the toys for this film but over the years there's been so many different Star Wars toy lines since 2004 when that line finished and there's been smatterings of Attack of the Clones toys in the early years the, the toy lines that followed on from these there was quite a few figures but Generally, they become thinner and thinner as the years go on. So I just want to take us through through some of these toy lines. And I've given a, a various toy lines to each of you to have a look at. And you're going to pick something out and just give it a very brief overview in each of them. So, Craig, I'm coming to you first. The original trilogy collection run from 2004 to 2005. And there was 21 Attack of the Clones figures in this line.
0: Yeah, most of them are clones.
3: exactly we're going to see a lot of that i think coming up now
0: i don't know about anybody else but i have real clone blindness i don't they're not you know the fact that they might have a painted shoulder or something just passes me by i'm not i don't have me in the pub quiz about clone rankings because i would i'd let the side down but yeah a lot of clones in this collection i think mainly because they came in troop builder four packs that uh, explains why there's so many of them a few jedi i think the highlight for me out of this range is sly moore who was a very distinctive, yeah. bald, uh, human-y looking character who hung out with the uh, Palpatine, Papatine and Masameda in the Senate. Okay.
3: I think the, yeah, I think you're right. It's all about the clones, isn't it? And I th- but I think the the Jedi Council set adds a bit more Jedi to that, Geonosis arena.
0: Yeah, because they were four packs as well, weren't they? They they were the ones that came in the seats and a little bit of floor and you could click them together a bit like the Geonosan boardroom that we talked about.
3: I'm pretty sure we'd already had a shark T, but things like Agen, Cola, Stass Alley, those kind of characters, I'm I'm not sure whether they had featured previously. So, you're building up that that scene, aren't you, with uh, with this kind of line? So, uh, yep, Slymo, I would have uh, I would have gone with this, gone with that as well. Yeah, good choice. So then we move into 2005 to 2006, the Revenge of the Sith collection. We are now in that toy range, and there was four figures from Attack of the Clones in it, Dan?
1: Technically, only three. So they were part of some Revenge of the Sith evolution packs, three packs. The first one was an Anakin evolution, so it featured an episode two, or Attack of the Clones, Anakin, an episode three Anakin, and an episode four Darth Vader. So the episode two Anakin features a brand new sculpt. Then there was a second pack for the Sith, there was an episode one figure Darth Maul, episode two Count Dooku and I suppose episode three, the Emperor. So the evolution of that character or, or Palpatine or Sidious, whatever you want to call him for the Sith. And then there were two clone packs. So they, they featured a, a phase one clone trooper from episode two, phase two clone troopers from episode three and a, I think it was a sand trooper from episode four. And then there was a running change to the Attack of the Clones clone trooper. And they did they redid the paint job on him. Because apparently on the original run, only the front half of him had weathering. But the back half didn't. So they went and did some more weathering on it and did a running change on the set. So there was only actually three the good thing about that figure, though, it came with um, two helmets. It came with the, the standard clone trooper helmet and a pilot's helmet, so you could use it in both forms. So if you had a Republic gunship, you could use it as a pilot. I've, I've dropped a couple of the images on there just so you can see the difference between the two paint jobs on the on the figures. Not not hugely different, but it was a change and it's classified as a variant.
3: Yeah, and for me, that's the that that is the standout figure because of the helmet change and swap stuff. Well, I think that's yeah. That's it for there. So moving on then, two thousand six to two thousand seven, the Saga Collection came in quite a nice little run of figures. The Saga Collection, uh, Jazz, nine figures from Attack of the Clones this time.
4: Yeah, nice, nine figures. Combination of new ones, based on ones, repack ones, and repaint ones. A whole mix bag. What would I say here? First one scene, C-3PO, The Battle of Genosis. I just don't like that scene. So it's just not going to get one for me. Poggle the Lesser, brilliant. Really, really love that one. Um, But I think for for me, the Sora Bulk I like. And the Sun Fak. So Sun Fak is one which I want to focus on. It's a great new figure. Uh, Accessories, it's got six. but It's just a really great looking figure. So one of the uh, Genosian baddies. Some of the accessories are its wings and stuff, which clip on, but it's got stands, it's got a stick. It's, uh, yeah, it's got a lot going on. So, yeah, a whole combination here of repaints and repacks, but a couple of new ones. Yeah, the Sora and Sunfact again,
3: world-building there, more characters. I always think the Yoda, obviously, it looked quite bulky from this,
4: this yeah, line. Yeah, the Yoda's fine. I mean, it's come back again. It was the Revenge of the Sith. Reissue, this one has got a slightly different walking stick in and blue force as well as this green lightsaber and Jedi robes and the uh, random sort of holographic lightning. But it's, yeah, again, we, we've got the same. You, you've got a new Padme, you've got a repacked Django, uh, a trooper based on a similar one, and, uh, yeah, a few things coming in. And even the Poggle was a repaint of a three-pack which it had been in previously uh the droid the r4 had been part of a five-pack so yeah some stuff which people had seen before or, but not haven't been able to buy as a single unit but yeah sunfax saw a bulk great yeah
3: nice so 2007 to 2008 saw the 30th anniversary collection another nice line of figures craig 25 coming out this time again i believe some repacks but there's a couple of interesting ones in here
0: yeah, a couple of interesting ones, I think. The clone trooper with the training uh, training fatigue. He's tired of training. He comes with a load of armor, which is fun. I'm not intimately familiar with that figure, but from what I can see, that looks like a blast. And then the other one is, is Padme in her Senator of Naboo sexy fireside scene. And I think we mentioned this on perhaps the prologue show, perhaps the commentary, but she comes with a shawl, which might have been a behind the scenes thing to cover her modesty when she's uh on the shelves in the toy shop but yeah that's the the leather bustier and choker outfit
3: is it removable
0: it is yes like a little oh, nice. rubber thing so i've got her on my shelf of the skywalker family tree yeah the shawls in a box somewhere
3: yeah i think you've definitely uh picked the highlights out there you're all, you're all doing well I, I agree with all your choices so far i'm sure uh, dan will let me down shortly but 2008 to 2010, Dan, the Legacy Collection, 37 figures.
1: And we're seeing a few different here. Yeah, so the, these are, the majority of these came in two packs. So the Geonosian um, Showdown two packs, they were target exclusives in the States. Generally, you'd get a Jedi and a battle droid or a super battle droid or a droidica pack together. Yes, yeah, so there was 12 of those all together, mostly new sculpts. I think one of the standouts for me was the, was the Kit Fisto in, I think he's... Pack two, so he's in that in that pose from the movie where he's got his hand out after he force pushes the battle droid over and smiles. I think that's a great looking figure. Some of the figures that were released on single card, you had you had an Aunt Baru, I believe there was an Uncle Owen as well. So we hadn't seen those two figures. I know everyone mocked them at the time, but <laughs> I think uh, given that they're going to be in the Obi One series, I think people will be crying out for that figure, those figures nowadays. Yeah, so not, not nice figures in there. There aren't, aren't that many clones though, surprisingly.
3: No, there isn't. Not considering how many how many figures are coming out on there. Again, we're yeah. we're, we're well building with Jedi again, aren't we? Roth Delmasona, not sure who that is. Rodian Jedi, Nicanus Tasu.
1: You got Coleman Tree Treeboard, a guy who got pushed off the. Oh, he got shot, didn't he, by Jango Fett and yeah, fell off the nice, uh, fell off the balcony.
3: Nice Jocklad Danver. So you you're getting more Jedi. I mean. Jez, if you're getting that arena and you want Jedi in it, you've got so much opportunity. There's a couple of nice different Padmés, isn't there? You've got the one with her face completely covered up, obviously to go on to the Tatooine Desert. Yeah, yeah, some nice nice looking figures and a few more Geonosian warriors. I mean, I think Jez has got a thing for those as well. So (laughs) definitely some figures in that. That, That's definitely a line to look at if you are putting together a little uh, diorama of that, that scene right then jez back over to you then shadow of the dark side don't really remember this line but 2010 to 2012
4: that's right so again hasbro released a whole load of different figures uh, for the for this line to celebrate a couple of additional occasions as well but for me an attack of a clone's point of view just four figures looking a little bit deeper this is the blu-ray four packs so these are four packs sold to commemorate the release of Star Wars Saga on Blu-ray. So they they cover into different franchises, uh, predominantly Revenge of the Sith as well. However, you've got Anakin, Count Dooku, Clone Trooper and Django Fett as part of the Attack of Clones. All re-releases, all been on different packs in the past. But it's the Count Dooku, having looked at that one and looked closely, the level of detail on the face for a figure of this size 3 and three-quarter inch, 14 points of articulation this is a very good figure, the Count Dooku I think is my favourite of the four followed closely behind by Anakin I think the Anakin is very good but that Count Dooku is something else
2: What if I told you that the Republic was now under the control of the Dark Lord of the Sith? No, that's not possible, the Jedi would be aware of it The dark side of the Force has clouded their vision, my friend. Hundreds of senators are now under the influence of a Sith Lord called Darth Sidious. I don't believe you. The Viceroy of the Trade Federation was once in league with this Darth Sidious. But he was betrayed ten years ago by the Dark Lord. He came to me for help. He told me everything you must join me who be one and together we will destroy the sith i will never join you dooku
3: Craig, the movie hero series 7 7 figures 2012 to 2013
0: these are the white cars with the curved edge weren't they with Maul. yeah 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 so you know, when you get to this point, we're, we're moving, you know, we're, we're 10 years out from the movie. So you're only getting the key characters. So three battle droids and a clone pilot, Django, Obi-Wan and super battle droids.
3: Yeah, you don't look at them and think, oh, I'm inspired to go and get get those after what we've seen of these characters previous. Again, I suppose battle droids for world building, a little bit different to each other. but
0: Yeah, one yeah. one is listed there as, the, as a dropship one. I don't know why.
3: That's who's hanging off the back of it, that's
0: right. Oh, because he was in a two-pack together with the clone pilot and the Five O First Legion attack dropship vehicle. Yeah, that's
3: probably it. That's I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah I just don't remember t- any hanging off the back of a ship.
3: So, 2013, we then saw the Legacy Collection. Down three more from Attack of the Clones, and uh, yeah, there is, there is a, a standout
1: one here this is a random set so this i remember when this came out it was amazon exclusive i i remember buying this it was on sale and i had these for a while before i moved them on so there was six figures they all had a builder droid feature so i think they built up a, a character called tc70 it's a bit like c3po uh, but in terms of attacking attack of the clones figures you had a battle droid you had a you had sunfak one of the geonosians with his with his big Sonic weapon and you had FA four who was the uh the pilot of the solar sailor Kanduku ship. Brand new, brand new figure, brand new sculpt, only ever released. I can imagine it was only ever released on this line, but yeah, they'd have a unique figure released in it. The it one offline seven figures, really random, Amazon exclusive.
0: Never seen that.
3: No, nor have I. And uh, doesn't do much for me to be fair looking at it. The best I'd say <laughs> Sun's back is the best figure out of those three. Yeah. Yeah, they're uh, they're getting few and far between at this point. But I say that Jez, the Saga Legends series from 2013 to 2014, 14 figures in this.
4: <laughs> yeah, mate. And once again, got another Anakin. Got some more troopers. So I've got, and I'm going to gloss over those three troopers. A uh, slightly beefier Django. Some droids. A couple of good. A uh, couple of baddies and a goodie. But I need to bring everyone's focus, everyone's attention to the new Jedi's. These are lovely. With some really decent soft robes decent accessories lightsabers what i like about this is it's just again the world building and let you know a little bit more about some of the personalities some of the characters the jedis who we saw fighting and these figures came as part of a toys r us exclusive full pack titled the battle of genosis jedi knights so crumbs you would give me the difficult ones from the pronunciation of names Uh, they're all quite hard actually looking at them aren't they (laughs) Kate Quinn, so K H A A T Q I Y N, Kate Quinn, possibly. I think that one looks brilliant. Accused Mars Radarth, uh, Roan Shire, apparently, is one which was never screen matched. And then you've got Sarissa Jeng and Selig Kenjen. Uh, I think they're excellent. And there's also a Sefet Josali. These are great <laughs> Jedi Knights who, again, for part of your uh, arena battle, would be really good. Th- this is yeah it is a really good line I like these
0: is Roan Shrine one of Sync? oh yeah <laughs> he looks
4: like, he? yeah it does have that sort of boy band go to but there we go
0: yeah
3: there's some nicer
0: yeah nice it's nice that they're
3: still you know what year did I just say these were 2013 to 2014 so you're 12 years out and they're still introducing more Jedi we haven't seen from that scene so I do like
4: that with the but genuinely I had no idea All I knew about Attack the Clones was they didn't have their own line. I didn't think there'd be much. I didn't think there'd be much at all. You guys are blowing my mind.
3: Well, the Saga Legends series had a slight change, 2014 to 2015. And uh, you've got a cracking choice here, Craig, for this line.
0: Five points of articulation, Django or a clone. (laughs) Next.
3: What what one's your favourite out of the two? Let's make it. (sighs) Django. I think you have that. Well done. Uh, Dan, now, Disney movie lines. I've, I've, I've plonked these all together. Force Awakens line, two figures. Rogue One line, one figure. The Last Jedi, one figure. What have you got?
1: I've got, I've got a, a Django Fett, which I think is the same one that Craig's just spoken about, and a Mace Windu in the first pack that came out in 2015 with uh, to, to coincide with the Force Awakens. And then there was a Rogue One pack in, in 2017 that came with the same Django Fett. And then there was a Last Jedi line in 2017 that had the Mace Windu again. So we've got a choice of Mace Windu and Django Fett over three years.
3: I think it's starting to show that uh, a little bit lazy where we're starting to get a lot of repacking. I think that just highlights it. We saw it with things like the Kylo Ren and whatnot, didn't we? Uh, Jez, celebrate the saga 2020. Two figures?
4: Yeah, don't worry, lads. I won't let you down. Two figures, Clone Trooper and <laughs> Jango Fett. Exactly.
3: <laughs> don't need to say any more. Nope. Craig, just to clean up, can you just take us? Disney Elite, I know you collect, the Diecast series, Toy Books and Galaxy of Adventures.
0: Yeah, so Disney Elite released an Anakin Skywalker as part of a, a D23-8 pack in 2015. That was one of the big, the big sets, big, heavy things that were quite hard to come by, and then they released it in the disney stores and it, you blink and you missed it uh, i was collecting them at the time i think it was one of these kind of like one day and it's there and the next day it's gone the toy box uh range was the range that was inspired by the oh what do you call them the little things on the computer game you put them down and the character was playable and they were stylized e- oh my child my kid I had loads of them they were like skylanders yeah Anybody Star Wars fans will know what I'm talking about, but there was a toy box version of Django in these little stylized kind of form, and then Galaxy of Adventures is the again one of the ranges aimed at uh, younger kids, and it's only Attack of the Clones by virtue of this lightsaber spin.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, there we and, go. We've 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 whizzed through them, you know, there's I think there is some interesting figures in there, especially some of the Jedi selections. Yeah, lots of lots of repacks over the years and little little changes, but very interesting. There is some lines there that we haven't covered, and they're the most up-to-date lines and probably in the last decade the most important lines as collecting, and that is the vintage collection, the Black Series, and Hot Toys. So Dan, the Vintage Collection been going since 2010. But when I looked it up, only had 23 representations of Attack of the Clones. These tend to be nice
1: sculpts and stuff. But what what have we got there? So, those, Sam, did you say 20? 23. So, there's a few, quite a few of those have been re-released when the 2018 vintage collection kicked up again. Just to go through, so I think there was, there's been 14 carded figures, unique carded figures. So, you've got the Anakin Peasant. We've got a Barisoffi. Offi. We've got a clone trooper, clone trooper lieutenant. We've got Fi Shirik, who I think is <laughs> a Nick too, uh, Django Fett, Joe Castanou, Kit Fistu, Mace Windu, Obi Wan, Padme um, in peasant disguise, Senate Guard, Super Battle Droid, and Zam Wessel. So I think that's 14 figures that have all been released on cards. Um, in terms of the re releases, we saw the Anakin Peasant re released, we've seen the clone trooper re released. Mace Windu and Obi-Wan. So there's been four Attack of the Clones figures since 2018 when the, when it kicked up again. And the three other figures, I think gets us up to the 23 or there or thereabouts, are three figures that were released with the Republic gunship when they did the vintage collection version of that back in 2010, some of time around there. So that came packed with a Yoda, which is the same Yoda that came out, I think, originally in 2002 with the hole in his backside that Craig referred to earlier. And it also came with a clone pilot and a clone trooper. And I think as well, the clone trooper lieutenant, he came on one of the, the Lost Line cards. you remember those back when they were doing those? So one of, that, that one of the clone troopers got two releases on that. So I think you're not far off. I think there's a pipeline reveal as well for an Anakin Skywalker that's going to be coming out sometime in the next 12 months. There's a good range of figures on there. It'd be good to see some more now. We're, we're, we're kind of, there's some love for the prequels going around. And who knows, maybe the- we will.
3: I think you've got to point out the Joe new figure from yes. this line because, but once she's got a lightsaber on the go, but it, it is the Dooku bust, so the bust's in the library from Attack of the Clone. But yeah. the bust yeah. is actually beautiful when you actually open up that figure and look at it. That, that bust is brilliant.
1: So that was originally, I think it was originally planned to be a uh, San Diego Comic-Con exclusive, and then for whatever reason, Brian's toys were the sole distributor for them, so you could only buy them through Brian's toys in the States.
0: Wasn't it a fan's choice figure? Didn't everyone vote for it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Still goes for decent money, though, doesn't she?
1: Yeah, I think so, yeah. I think more so now than ever. I think at the time, they couldn't get rid of them at the end when they were originally retailing them, but I think now they've got a, a premium associated to them. Yeah. They come in a nice box. It's not just a carded figure. It comes mm. in a, like a display box. That's right. Yeah,
3: just looking online now, there's only one of, well... They're, they're they're kind of 150 to £250 pounds for that box
1: figure. They so, weren't that. there 10 years ago.
3: <laughs> yeah. So uh, you're going to have to dig deep if you want to add that. But it, it but it is nice. There is a couple of nice ones in here. The Senate Guard, quite striking. I think Padme and her Peasant Gear is quite nice as well.
1: I really yeah. like how they do the Attack of the Clones logo on um, vintage collection card backs. It's very much in the same style as the Empire logo. Yeah. Barris Offee looks good as well.
4: Oh and Zam Wessel. that looks good yeah. with some extra decent accessories. And I gotta let you know, <laughs> I bought the Obi one of these last night.
1: <laughs> Did you? Nice. Yeah. I so. think all of them are quite expensive figures. I think if you wanted the, other ones that have been re-released. I think most of the, those ones, you got, you know, you're looking at, at least forty pounds upwards. I think the Zam Wessel and the Django go for probably pushing hundred now.
4: I was really pleased with this Attack of the Clones one because with the card art, the Obi-Wan Kenobi I think looks really good and I thought, I'm going to get it now. Principal character on Attack of the Clones Vintage Collection before Kenobi TV show gets launched and this one gets even more silly.
1: So yeah. The packaging for the gunship as well, that is, I think it looks brilliant. I've, I've got, I think I've got Harrison a uh, Clone Wars dropship just because I knew he was going to open it up and, and play with it. But when I was playing around, when I was playing around with him, I did see that vintage collection one and it does look, it does look pretty cool.
3: Nice. Well, let's crack on then. The Black Series. Now obviously the Black Series came in both three and three quarter inch and six inch. It's begun since 2013 and we have seen some changes in the Black Series over the years. So overall, Jez, What's your take on the Black Series figures?
4: You said obviously comes in three and three cores and six inch. Genuinely. I know that I don't come on the modern show that often. Yeah, it can't pass me by. Sorry about that, I didn't realise that it was three and three cores as well. I thought Black Series was only the larger size. So for me looking at this was a bit of an eye opener. So Black Series three and three core, there's eight of them. And these are very good. The Anakin is a very good likeness. It's in some angles, incredible likeness for Hayden Christensen. You've got a clone pilot, which I really liked, clone trooper, yeah, Luminari and Dooley, which we've seen before. The Padme, I know she got a bit of a kick in earlier on for some pretty awful sculpts. This Padme is really very, very good. The Arto 2 is fine, but it's the Pablo Jill, which I think is an outstanding figure. And when when you look at that one, it immediately took me to the TV show Red Dwarf when they're trying to pretend <laughs> to be aliens <laughs> and um, there's the whole Taka scene because this character is just insane his eyes are lower than its mouth and appear to be lower than its nose it's all backwards and it reminds me of that scene in Red Dwarf uh, I've been looking at these on eBay these ones are expensive these ones are pretty pricey it's it's taller and it's wider it's got really long gangly arms it's a really bizarre creature but I'm really impressed, lads, with that Black Series—the eight of them. Yeah, I've got—I've got two of them for sale tonight. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I've got the Padme and the Clone Pilot. Oh right, yeah. That, uh, that the Clone Pilot looks great, and the Padme itself. i think that's a good sculpt. I think they've done a good job there.
3: The bubbles fall off quite easy off that range because they—they're the early, early Black Series three and three Quarter inch before they changed the design, and they were on like the orange stripe. I remember going to Forbidden Planet and loads of them being uh, taped back on by the shop.
1: You, you see quite a few stapled as well,
3: yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, Forbidden Planet just had a bit of tape like four pieces of tape holding them all on. Yeah, but what about the six inch ones, Jez?
4: Yeah, again, very, very good. So, 12 of them initially on the six inch. Again, Anakin's great with they're kind of from a quality control point of view, the itch, issue here is Anakin's great, looks great. It's got a couple of issues though. It's got a couple of mistakes. It came with Darth Vader's lightsaber or the hilt, which was an issue, uh, and Kit Fisto's as well. Uh, Kit not only the Kit Fisto, which looks great, not have a cape, but apparently it's got the wrong wrong lightsaber as well. Count Dooku looks phenomenal. Got four clone troopers, but the Kenobi is very very good again, like Kit Fisto, it doesn't have a cape but it's a very good likeness for and McGregor you've got Amadala and I think Plo Koon is an, an outstanding looking figure, really, really is Yeah, really Plo. do like that one that's probably one of my favourites from the line but yeah, 12 oh, yeah. Plo Koon oh, Kanduku, I don't know, I can't choose Kit Fisto, they're really good
3: <laughs> yeah I like the Plo Koon, I would uh, definitely, uh, if I came across one then definitely have one of them in my my collection knocking around, think, okay. And that leads us
4: on sorry, to sorry, I, th- I think sorry, there Jess. was one other as well because it looked like when you used the third link you sent me, sent me two more troopers, but it also had a pipeline reveal for an ALA secure.
3: Oh, yes, yeah, so it
4: looks coming. like there may be an ALA secure coming out in 2023. No more details on that, but no, yeah, that we,
3: we, we spoke about that on one of the early modern ways where. You've just got the faces of the characters coming soon. Cannot wait for that. It'll be all over that. Not that I like her character or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Ex- exciting. Exciting. Nice to see them starting to to touch on it again, because in those new design boxes, we haven't had any Attack of the Clones, I believe, yet. Don't think we've seen anything. So, Right then. So our final area that we do love, and we always touch on it, Hot Toys. What have we had in the past?
0: Well, in the past, currently available, if you wanted to have some Attack of the Clones representation in your Hot Toys collection, there is a Dooku and there is a Yoda, so a pairing, and they are holding their value. They're going for around 300 quid, I think, on eBay. I don't think we need to review Hot Toys tonight, but um, they are of the quality that we have come to expect. But they've also got a Django in the works which is on pre-o- pre-order now at Sideshow.
1: Yeah, lovely, lovely. A lot there's, of people are getting itchy for that Django. He's been on pre-order for a long time. <laughs> Every time I see comments about new figures coming out, when you read the coil, you read his people saying, yeah, but where's Django? Where's Django? So a lot of people yeah, are was, hungry for that one.
0: There's pictures of him at various toy shows and things that, that date back quite a while, but they're, they're, you yeah. know, we know that, that they can do his face. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they've been tinkering with it.
3: I mean, I've got the Dooku, and I, I've seen there's comes with some amazing accessories. But I've seen so many Dooku and Yoda setups. They do look good when they're set battling. Especially, some people have got like the Yoda, you know, kind of flying through the air at him. They've positioned him like that, and they they look they look amazing. Christopher, I mean, my Dooku, I, I love it. The face sculpt is incredible. Hot Toys do smash it. I mean, I think there's been a couple knocking around on Sideshow for about three, four years, like the Padme, but nothing's ever materialised with it as of yet.
0: And, of course, just as we've been recording these shows, Hot Toys have announced a C-3PO and R2-D2 Attack of the Clones figures. They've released a very enigmatic image of them almost in uh, in silhouette, but you can see that R2's got his... These little rocket boosters, I think, there. But it's interesting that the big licenses like Hot Toys are jumping on the on the 20th anniversary.
4: Yeah. I think they recognise that there's a lot of love for it. There's even greater love for the OT. There's a few people surprised, oh, hang on a second, you're doing this first. But get it out for the 20th, figure out what didn't work or, or what, what you could do better next time, and then smash the OT next time round. That's maybe why they're doing that, but... I think it's going I think they're gonna look great together. The R two in particular.
1: Yeah, I tell you what, the deal breaker is gonna be for me is whether the C three PO comes with a battle droid head or not.
0: Yeah, it comes yeah. with a sound, a sound chip that triggers every time you walk in the room.
1: What does it say? <laughs> Die, Jedi dogs!
0: <laughs> He's got all his classic lines.
1: <laughs> this is Just such right.
0: a drag. Just on a randomizer, every time you walk in the room.
4: It's a
3: nightmare. (laughs) And boys, before we start to slowly shut this out, is there anything you want to bring up? I mean, I mentioned the Gentle Giant busts earlier. There's quite a few for Attack of the Clones. They've done a lot of the characters. There's definitely a Django. There's a Zam. I haven't got a list in front of me, but I know Zam Wessel. I know there's Clones. Obviously, I've got the Ayla Secura. It's amazing. I know there's Mace. I know there's Obi-Wan. I know there's Anakin. I know there's Padme. So you've got quite a, a vast area to hit there if you were going to put a range together there. But any areas? I mean, Dan, for example, Micro Machines, Attack of the Clones era?
1: I think when we, we spoke about this, when I did my, uh, did my blog, there was very little. There was the action fleet. I think they did four or five ships. I think they did the solar sailor. I think mean, that's one of the only representations of that. And a couple of clone vehicles. There wasn't, there wasn't a huge amount coming out then. Pretty much killed off, unfortunately.
3: Right. So, yeah.
0: There were th- four nice unleashed figures around the time. They did a Padme and Anakin, an Obi-Wan and a clone. Those really exaggerated poses.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: They, they were quite cool. And I think they did smaller ones as well, didn't they? They did a little kind of toy soldiery type things, Geonosis battle pack of those. I mean, you know, we, we discussed how they didn't really go for it, but they, a lot of the usual bases were covered. You had things like the chess set and random electronic games, the Jedi decks, you know, board games. There was a whole load of galactic heroes, the little deformed things.
3: There was, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I, I mean there was a there was quite a lot of lego Yep. i can i can. I haven't looked this up but i can remember quite a big gunship set i remember there was definitely a genosis battle arena there was definitely the speeders i'm sure they were a two-pack with the two speeders yep. there was also obi-wan's oh, i can't remember what the ship's called where
1: he leaves part of it behind the, the jedi Starfighter. Yeah you had like i say you had the gunship there was an AT. i think it was the first representation of that ATTE the, the attack type vehicle they had that as well yeah and i think there was also it wasn't
3: there was quite a few like trooper attack kind of do you know like they had the smaller sets where you get three or four lego figures and then a couple of small bits to build There was definitely um a couple of bits and there. There was definitely a geonosian fighter i can remember yeah. that being around because it was a funny looking
1: thing we even had a, a Tusken Raider encounter with Anakin on a speeder and a couple of Tusken Raiders. Yeah, and what were those kind of like big spider droid things? Spider droids.
3: Is that what they were called, was it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they definitely have one of those as well. I can remember seeing those back in the day. So quite a few Lego, LEGO sets as well. I bet you they hold a pretty penny now, though, if you want to get them boxed. Nice, nice pieces.
2: You know that charge you get when you and the Jedi are facing down the dark side? You're about to find out. You can discover the Lego Star Wars Episode 2 collection. Now you can master a different kind of force. Because with Lego, when you make it, you feel it. The Lego Star Wars Attack of the Clones Collection, each set
0: sold separately. Bandai, they did a few nice figures.
2: Yes.
3: And obviously, Craig, we just we, this show follows an unboxing video from a couple of days ago. You uh, booked something a bit fun, didn't you?
0: Well, everything we've mentioned tonight pales into insignificance next to the Django Fett Journey to Geonosis water maze. <laughs> Which there's an unboxing for you to go and see. This is a thing, and I don't know whether it was bought as a present for me. I imagine it was. I don't think it would be something I would go and buy myself. But it's a little pocket game. It's a little maze. It feels like a it feels like a, a label slapped product, but I can't find any other examples of it. Just just this one. But what it is is a little plastic maze. In a it's got a blue base and a clear top, and you have it comes with a little pipette. And you drop a tiny bit of water, just two, three drops of water onto this surface. And the surface is is something that's called hydrophobic, which is a great word. Scared of the water. What it does is it forces the water to act like it's a drop of mercury. So it's like a little, it slips around and it's shiny and it's got that Django Fett chrome vibe to it because it's it's water on this blue background but also now we've seen the mandalorian it's 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 quite it's like molten beskar <laughs> and it's just something that's stuck into it just stuck in my mind I, I remember it being quite a unique fun little thing so uh, yeah the django Fett journey to geonosis water maze i'll tell you what i'll buy another one and i'll stick it in the prize pile people need to experience this thing lovely lovely yeah
3: well, go and check out the um, YouTube video. I'm sure, I'm sure Craig is giving a demonstration of it being in use as well. It's very hard. <laughs> Not of a man of your talents. I don't. It's
0: a, it's a challenging little maze.
2: The Force is with us, Master Sidious. Welcome home, Lord Tyrannus. You have done well. I have good news for you, my lord. The war has begun. Excellent. Everything is going as planned.
3: (laughs) Okay, there you go. Toy lines done. I'm sure there's more stuff and... Uh, maybe head over to We Are Generation Skywalker and join the chats. We will put up a general chit-chat about the best and the worst of the toys that we've seen over the years since since it came out. Gents, with everything you've seen here this evening, everything we've discussed and everything we've looked at, if you were going to, I know you might say, oh, I haven't got the room or that. Room, not an issue. I mean, what display or diorama would you set up in your collection, to represent Attack of the Clones? If you, after everything we've spoke about this month, I mean, I think we've only got like maybe one or two shows left this month coming after this. What part of the movie would you celebrate and and how would you go about celebrating it using what we've seen? Let's start with Jez. Remember when and, we did this before, when brought was <laughs> back and you came out with something from Endor?
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would say the obvious one, the Geonosium Battle... There, there, are, there are others, which I think would look great. But the Genosean Battle, I, th- I think you yeah, add in a war room, bits. That's, it's such a great place there. And you could have stuff hanging from the ceiling, couldn't you? You know, like over my Ewok village, I've got the glider hanging down from a bit of fishing line. Again, you might need some slightly reinforced fishing line for some of those larger dropships, but I think it will look brilliant. Yeah, could end up hitting my head with that, but... I come around your
3: house being so tall
1: yeah great idea Dan just to be different I'll go with the, the on nightclub I think there's you know some of the characters in there are so obscure but you could uh, you could really uh, make a good diorama of some of that stuff yeah nice I think that's where
3: I would probably head as well Craig
0: well it's been interesting tonight going through the figures like this because it's reminded me that there are at least three Padmés that could probably find a home on my uh, Skywalker timeline so I might I might add to that but as we've already mentioned i think the the diner scene would be great and as we've been talking i've been hovering over a wa7 on ebay contemplating a live purchase
3: but let's sort this out now i think you <laughs> need to call that because i know you love i love dexter and dexter's going to be a figure that i sink into my bar top yeah. but you need that droid because you've not it's not just been this show you've mentioned that you mentioned it it's- when we on the commentary you mentioned it in other areas so, right now, I think you need to click it.
0: Right. Okay, listening. That was me clicking the bite now.
3: There you well done. <laughs> no pressure.
0: <laughs> yeah. I can say it's for Kimberly for her bar, can't I? It's going to live with all the other robots. Exactly.
3: I don't <laughs> think it's going to look out of place in no. your uh, area. So, nice. There
0: you go. Interestingly, it's just asked me if I'm a robot. How ironic.
3: Yeah. <laughs> A robot wanting a sexy robot friend. <laughs> I like that, I like that a lot. Well, there you go. Be interested to see if anyone actually follows up and does and does some sort of scene or some sort of shelf. I think I think there's a very high likelihood that Jez might do something with a massive GNAs battle arena. Can't wait to see that Jez. Um,
4: <laughs> do you know what figure blew my mind the most earlier on? Oppo Rancisis, I hadn't noticed this in Attack of the Clones, but the half-snake Jedi. He's great. So he's available, I, I had given an honorary mention to him earlier on in my notes, but he was available on a triple pack with Mace and uh, Evan Peel. and um, yeah, again, one of the 30 things which are currently in my eBay watch list. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm have not... you done to me,
0: Skinner? That is... That, that three-packs
3: really make me laugh. That is... Jez, forget Mace on the left there. The other two are you and Craig in about ten years recording a podcast.
4: <laughs> so one of us looks like a character out of Harry Potter and the other one has is <laughs> half-snake. Brilliant.
3: I think it's pretty obvious who's who with the facial hair and the uh, bald oh, head.
0: But... <laughs> Poe Rancis is like... Maharishi, isn't he? He's got like all the grey hair piled on his head, and it's almost like his his tentacles sort of like him sat cross legged on the poof. Yeah, <laughs> brilliant.
3: Do you know what? That's quite a cool figure, isn't it?
0: It's great. It really yeah. is. I like There's... that you
3: can wrap his his snake body round the chair. Yeah, yeah, I like that.
4: And I was wrong. It was that one which was slightly more expensive, the Pablo Gil uh, one, which is the upside down red door face person on the Saga card. Thirty-two ninety-nine plus PMP. Oh dear, I'm going to get in so much trouble. <laughs> <laughs> well, I,
3: uh,
4: I'm, I'm enjoying
3: it. I'm enjoying the, uh, the randomness of everything. Well, if you haven't been following our social media, of course, Craig has been doing his uh, Joe Casta. New, did you? I've, I've cracked it over the course of the month. What it is and what it means. But uh, they've, they've been they've been great fun over the course of the month. If you want to go and check out our social media, head over to Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. Just search for Generation Skywalker. Of course, while you're on Facebook, go and check out. We are Generation Skywalker, where we try to start discussions on things we're talking about. If you want to start a discussion, it's an open forum there for talking about anything Star Wars. We love to celebrate every single aspect of it. And yeah. Um, yeah, check out all our shows. We've, we've been action-packed this month. This is show number eight going out of, uh, I think there's 10 shows. So, of course, check out all the podcasts. Anywhere you get your podcasts, you will find Generation Skywalker. Uh, head over to YouTube. Lots of them have been enhanced. There's been a couple of unboxings. Uh, there's been a Skywalker blast with trailers. So lots to check out over on YouTube. Again, just search for Generation Skywalker. And um, if you don't remember any of this, just head over to www.generationskywalker.com where you can see um, links to everything. There's links to the social media, plus there is blog posts over there. Not about Attack of the Clones, but there is about many other different aspects of toys or the movies, whatever you're, um, you're thinking. Whenever one of us needs to get something off our mind, we write it in there.
4: Normally, Craig. But hey. Did we mention the 12 range at all?
3: We didn't. I didn't put them in the show notes
4: because I discovered them on eBay. That was all.
0: I did mention. I did mention I had a couple Ryan right. Right. Yeah.
4: Cool. So all right. They
0: were acknowledged.
3: I've got um a talking Obi
4: Wan Kenobi here actually. <laughs> okay. Someone's just <laughs> offered me a, a dealer's eleven percent off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just random
3: coming out live on this show so as you listen to this show head straight over to we are generation skywalker like i alluded to a little bit earlier i have acquired both speeders boxed Um, they're lovely they are fantastic craig says get them out put them on display do what you want with them but uh, there is a little competition to be run for the next 72 hours so go over there not a lot to do to enter but uh, get involved get something for nothing We'll with the
0: second get, prize of the Django Fett Water Maze.
3: The Water Maze as well. So, we'll, yeah, we'll pick two winners for that then, Craig, OK? We'll give the speeders to someone and the Water Maze. So, I mean, if there's only a few people on there, you've got to, two chances to take something. But, boys, uh, another show. I've loved looking at these lions. I think we've, uh, there's some brilliant figures. It's one of these shows you leave with ideas going around your head, isn't it? the kind of thing i'll go and buy a load of toys i'll end up in a box and sell them in about two years time (laughs) yeah but it is for this show and for this attack of the clones toy show goodbye from craig cheerio goodbye from daniel this party's over goodbye from jez
4: see you next time
3: and it is goodbye from me regeneration skywalker